This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Minnesota voters replaced the House Ag Committee Chairman of the Majority Party that had a relationship with the House Speaker, Colin Peterson, with a new gal that will be in the minority that will have zero clout. From an ag sector standpoint, this makes absolutely no sense. Peterson was anti-abortion as a blue dog Democrat. He got ag stuff put into the COVID aid bill and then voted against it because of the spending like a fiscal Republican. This is another bad example of what the tribal politics does for us. He was as pro-ethanol as you could get, and he will be replaced by a congressman from either Georgia or California. How much ethanol do you think he will promote? Peterson voted against impeaching Trump and was the only Democrat with an A-plus rating from the NRA. This was the dumbest election result of 2020 in the status for our industry. Seeing it coming did not make it any easier. I don't know that I've ever felt sorry for Argentina, but that country is a perpetual basket case. It lives beyond its means, which requires economic cannibalism. They find outside investors willing to buy their bonds and then default. Throw in some COVID and they are in a crisis. The Argentine economy is contracting, inflation is rampant, and there is resulting political turmoil. In mid-2019, the Argentine peso was 42.4 pesos to the U.S. dollar. Last month, it reached 195. Farmers are clinging to their soybeans as the only source of real wealth as a haven from the inflation. The La Nina is also bearing down on them, which brings the drought that accompanied with the Depression would feel like the 1930s to them. The wet season is getting a worse than normal start in South America, even for a La Nina year. They are having trouble getting the crops planted and started. I worry about that here for this next spring, too, given our depleted soil moisture reserves. USDA should have all of their test plots harvested for the November crop report, and the trade is expecting them to adjust yields lower next week. USDA has also work to do on the balance sheets on the demand side. They have not kept up with export demand. The short take is that balance sheets will tighten as fast as USDA decides to make the adjustment. They have been slow, which benefited commercial end users over farmers. The bottom line is that we are headed for pipeline supplies for carryovers and one heck of a competition for acres between crops next spring. I think that prices are going higher and that farmers without an inventory will miss out. I bend everything harvested for grain. The La Nina throws fuel on the fire. U.S. gasoline and distilled stocks both increased off of weak demand. Gasoline demand slackens this time of year anyway, and the pandemic makes it worse. Weekly ethanol production was up 6 million gallons, and stocks rose by 3 million. The ethanol industry appears to have stabilized. On the cattle, sharply reduced placements last spring created whatever moderation in front-end supply that we are experiencing today. Cattle Facts says that cattle on feed 150 days or longer has deflated to slightly under year-go levels for a few weeks. Weights have not come down, however, still 29 pounds heavier than a year ago. This is the hole that numbers were pushed into to flatten them out. The problem is that it will not last long as the following surge in placements on feed from the drought has filled feedlots to the brim. Those cattle will be coming early next year when the front-end number surges again. Beef demand has held up better than I expected given the reality of the COVID pandemic. 
It will be next spring, however, before demand can be expected to significantly improve. We have to get past this wave of the pandemic, get restaurants opened up, and fire up grills again for beef demand to come alive. The interim this winter for beef demand should weaken further, the dark before the dawn. On the hogs, China has been continuing to be a good buyer for immediate purchase of U.S. pork, but has notably reduced what they have been buying ahead for 2021. They are recovering their domestic pork production to the point where they could play this market next year. Instead of being the constant buyers they've been, they could hold back enough to create breaks to buy. They could look more like Mexico in how they buy pork. Mexico is such a dominant buyer in our ham market that when they step back from that market, prices fall, giving them an opportunity to step back in at better value. Mexico looks to have become as important a buyer for U.S. pork as China is. The trade has been responding to the weekly export sales reports that have been released each Thursday. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 